The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch up. And welcome back to another episode of No Silence Podcast with your host. Now, nah, fuck that with your low glasses, Malone. My question is, why do you guys think it's so difficult for L.A. artists to come up, like really come up and blow up in the game, not just the, the local street hood fame, like really take it there, take it there, you know? Um... Versus all these Atlanta artists, like, look at Glow. Like, that's somebody who made a song, and I'm talking about up there now already. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And versus, it's some females that I didn't see been, I'm talking about grinding for this shit out the city. Like, you feel me? And it's so many L.A. artists that I feel like that's already up there, mainstream, like Game, Snoop, whoever. You feel me? I feel like they got enough. They, they name is big enough and they, they pockets is big enough to help one of these artists out or some of these artists out and really get them there instead of signing them and not doing shit with them. them. You feel me? Like. Mm. So that that's like a, that's a multifaceted question because Glow has a song. Like this business is all built on one record. Mm-hmm. Right? Fuck Nigga Free is a fantastic record. So that's not a common thing that you hear all the time. You don't hear niggas yeah. with really good records all the time. Um, that's her best record. And she got other stuff I like, but that's her best record. Um, I mean, Snoop Snoop gave us the East Siders. He tried Doggy's Angels. Yeah. He tried Badass. Um, he tried, what's the kid from North Long Beach? Jabba. Jabba. You know, he took his shot with about five or six different people. Some of it worked out, some of it didn't. I mean, that's the business. Chuck is just, game is different. I don't think game really care about being no executive. You yeah. have to be into that. Like, um, so, I'm going to be real. I feel like the only one from this like California shit that really did, took some artists and grew some artists, I really got to say it's E-40. Like, I'm talking about some current shit right now. Like, wait, what's his name? Nesta Farrell. It's funny is if uh, you go up to the Bay. Peasy, like, niggas more so know who they are versus... If you a go, up, if you right. go, but if you go up to the bay, people really don't think Forty did right by the artists. 
Mm. Uh, like a lot of young artists really shout out to Unk, Unk's my guy but he took a lot of criticism for that people feel like him or Short hasn't did as much for artists but the reality is being an executive is a talent on its own you know what I mean you, you gotta have a vision for it like remember Snoop didn't break Snoop that was Suge mm -hmm. Suge broke Snoop Dre you know um, Dog Pound mm -hmm. all that shit so he had the vision um Another idea why is things so local, right? And y'all know y'all been covering West Coast hip hop for a while. Right. Mustard is one of the hottest producers in hip hop, if not the hottest one. Like his shit is going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know personally for sure he's tried to sign three to four different people. Draco rest in peace, Blue Bucks. Nobody was signed with him. But why? is it was it biz is it because of the business portion of it or they just didn't <clears throat> want you know how it is, you hear some shit, and you're like, oh, no, I don't want to do business, or is it just because they didn't want that same sound? Because Mustard also Shit, whatever sound, sound that is, you want your shit to sound like that. That shit sound like winning. Sometimes. No, that shit sound like the winner circle for real. <laughs> I mean, I but I'm know. saying some artists don't want to do that. Some artists don't want the same shit. So then some artists want to win the way they want to win, but that's the point. So when you're saying why people are staying local, your records have to go national. Like, mm -hmm. there's records in Atlanta that you that you don't hear about yeah, that are don't. Atlanta records. So just like we got a, a, yep, a lot of records LA. that's L.A. records, they have Atlanta records, but the records you hear that come here are the cream of the crop best records. Mm -hmm. So it's like Mustard being, like, one of the best producers in the game, if not the best one. Remember, he gave Roddy his first hit record. Yep. Right, balling. He gave Tiger Rack City. True. That's Tiger first hit record mm -hmm. as a as a as a lead artist outside of uh, Deuces. Um, Kid Ink. He gave Kid Ink a smash. He gave Ty Dolla mm -hmm. Sign a smash. He he passing out smashes left and right. Um, I so you got to ask Jeezy and them why would they not do the deal? I have my belief. Mm -hmm. My belief in, in with the Blue Bucks is sometimes niggas get hot and feel like they can do it themselves. That just ain't it. Mm -hmm. And it's not real. Mm -hmm. This game is built off producers. Hip-hop is built off production. The producers. Death Row works because of the vision of Suge, but the music of Dr. Dre. Ruthless is the vision of Eazy-E, the music of Dr. Dre. No Limit is the vision of Master P and the music from Beats by the Pound. Bad Boy is the vision of Puff and the music from the Hitmen. Cash Money is the vision of Master P and Slam, excuse me, Bird and Slam, and the music of Manny Fresh. Mm -hmm. It's built off production. Mm -hmm. Motown was built off production. Music is built off production. So you was only as gamed as your producer is. Yeah. So if they're not into the art of records, it's a lot mm -hmm. of little niggas making beats. A lot of them, man. It's cheap to make beats now. You don't even have to be into the art of it. You could just, somebody yeah. can steal a laptop, you can get it and make beats. Mm -hmm. True. But the niggas who actually really making records on top of records, they are into the art of making records, hit right. records. Mm -hmm. And like without Blast, it. He was in the lab every day, yeah. all day. That's all he wanted to do. Like that, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's why his shit sound the way it do. You know, like he, he got his own style. He got right. his own style. But even him, like for as good as he's doing, he needs help. Like it's certain mm -hmm. places where you know these are all substantially young guys. Mm -hmm. and, and as much as it seemed like it was Dr. Dre in the early days of Ruthless, remember it's a lot of other guys there that you they just don't know on. about. Yep. You don't really know what Yellow was doing. You don't really know what Aladdin was doing, or a lot of the other guys was doing. Mm -hmm. They were all contributing stuff and. That made Dr. Dre the producer he is as well. Mm -hmm. um, hip hop records come from producers first. You know, Faux Life is the same. The person who did Faux Life and Mac Ten, right? Mm -hmm. oh, That's Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. Ice Cube did his own shit and Mac Ten Faux Life. Uh, Backyard Boogie, Mac Ten, other hit record. Uh, the same person who did LL Cool J, I Need Love, uh -huh. did that song. Oh, no. oh, I never knew that. Yep. You learn something new every day. All the time, man. That that's why. That's why I fuck with the low. You put me on. So, somebody like Blue Bucks, why Draco? Draco had his own movement. You know what I'm saying, but I think they both should have signed. I think I told Blue Bucks. I told my nigga that fuck with them. When I was talking to them, I said, "Y'all should sign them. Mm -hmm. Y'all should sign with them. You, you, like, 
Roddy. Roddy did well, but balling. Mm-hmm. I mean, balling was huge for you. That's how you can get the box. Right mm-hmm. now, the only record you hear from the last project is Late at Night. Mm-hmm. Mustard. Yep. That's true. Yep. So that is true. As far as why it's harder now, it's less producers now. Back when I was younger, before I was ever rapping and shit, you could go to about six producers and get a good record. You can go to Battle Cat. You can go to Dre. You can go to Quick. You can go to Warren G. Um, you can go to Slip. You can go to Fred Wreck and get some good shit. You can go to a, a few guys and get dope records. Right now, you're just going to go to Mustard. I think a lot of the producers are figuring it out. Shout out to Ron Ron. Shout out to Larry. Rest in peace. Uh, official. Official. Mm-hmm. Suede is dope. Um, There's some guys figuring it out, but that's a lot of work to figure it out. Gotta love. Day one been around. I, when I first came into business, day one, you know, was we came in together. So it's tough because you're only as great as your record. That's why it's hard to get out of L.A. Your records have to take you out of L.A. And then it's crazier today. I was talking to my partner and was telling him, your brand has to be explosive. Mm. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. now it's hard with music because... It's 8,000 to 80,000 songs coming out every day like being uploaded. Mm-hmm. Right? So your brand has to, like, push you into the atmosphere. Your brand. Like, niggas who wearing dresses. <laughs> niggas who paint their nails. Th- those are the things we're going to talk about as a mass. That's their brand. Like, Thug, for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Was like acting gay, saying yeah. gay shit. Yeah, he, shit he knew we all yeah. thought was gay, and he knew we would say it was gay. Yeah. Yeah. So your brand takes you past the barrier, and then your music follows you. Right. Um, I was having this conversation, right? I'm. I, a lot of people call me for advice, right? People that's successful, people that's legends call me for advice. And I was saying, I was like, damn, I was diagnosing myself yesterday. I'm like, okay, as an exec, what would I say is wrong with Glasses Malone's career? Once I learned how to make records, it changed, right? That good became my first gold record. Um, But branding is tough. It's not simple. Like, what does your brand represent? It's the reason why when you go to In-N-Out, cuz, and, you know, they want to say West Coast, so they got palm trees on all the locations. Mm -hmm. Red and yellow like McDonald's. They want to say clean, so everything is white. Everybody wearing white. Mm-hmm. It's a few things. It's called In and Out because they had the first drive through. Mm-hmm. That's the USP on it. That's what make it unique. So, it's it's tough. Like, um, can I say legendary heritage acts like Cat Dre and them could do more? Yeah, but they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's not they don't. It's not they don't want to. They don't even know what to do. Like when I talk to Dre and Cat now, they don't know what to do. The belief is that these niggas know, like Snoop. Snoop really, to his mind, he trying his best. He trying, right. But we look at them, and to us, it seems like it's so, because I was that artist. I remember when we was coming up, I felt like that. But what I realize is you have to go to them with ideas, and you have to know the right questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they still not going to do business with you. It just don't make sense for them. Um. I think some artists are doing well. I like what Kalen is doing. Personally, if I was diagnosing it, I would force him like I would force him to figure out and develop his sound more, so it's more unique, yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, for real. For and didn't he sign the rock though? Yeah, but that's the point. Like Rock Nation. I, first off, another thing, I would never tell a West Coast artist to ever sign to anybody that's not from the West Coast, because you miss a natural. When your record company is based in L.A. and they go out and they hear your music, extra budgets get added. More excitement is in the building. It's the reason why the biggest acts came through Interscope. Mm-hmm. It's a big, It's a huge reason why the greatest acts came through Interscope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Priority. All West Coast based record labels and distribution. It's the reason why Def Jam fumbled Warren G shit. They had a great record member. Hold up. First off, no ceilings. GL. <laughs> Red, what's happening? Hey. Red, what's the deal? What's going on? DG Blue back once again. What's the deal? Feel me? Warren G, right? So, 
when they put out Regulate, that came out on the soundtrack. Most people yeah. forgot that. Yeah, it did. Right. So that's Death Row working the soundtrack. They work Regulate. Mm-hmm. Blows up. Smash. Def Jam get every record from Warren and fuck it up. Mm. YG. YG should be five times as big as he is. Yeah. My Crazy Life is like one of the best projects in the last 12 years. Man, they fucked it up. It's not on purpose. It's just a cultural breakdown when you're from the West of things we appreciate and we really hold and revere. To them, they was like, we just got somebody in the West Coast market. To Interscope, he would have been the pride and joy of the building. Sure like the game. Yeah. Yep. Like Dr. Dre. Like Death Row. Makes sense. Yep. So I think it's easy to blame legendary acts and say, oh man, you know, Snoop could do more. What the fuck is he gonna do? He can't make a beat. We gonna ask somebody for a beat? I mean, he could make a beat, but you don't want to rap on Snoop beats. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> I'm not saying because shit ain't jamming. I'm just saying. <laughs> She said, "You guys need to participate more." <laughs> but I, I, I'm school, so they, cause so, it's all good. Um, that's the point, though. You feel me? Like, it, it's rough. Like, cause what, what, what could really Snoop do more of? I mean, he's trying. I mean, I see him. He's got his hand in a in a couple of like a lot of things. He's been trying to, but it's you know, I, I mean, it's, it's more like he's doing stuff for you know, election. Like, yeah, production like TV and shit like that's not anything. I don't it's see him doing anything right? for, for artists. I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, he just did launch Death Row, so I don't know if he's gonna just. I he mean, but jump off that did he drop? Did he? Oh, did yeah, he, he, did. Dro- he didn't drop anything though, right? We don't. I already saw him. What's his name? Who? Uh, yeah. I think he got. I think he's trying to endorse Snoopy to. I think he's trying to endorse Snoopy to some degree. I just don't know to what marketing wise he's gonna do. Uh, so he got somebody. Who, oh, he signed somebody else too. Yeah, but it's 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 it's, it's a shout out to Pick of the Litter. That that's a really good series by Snoopy. Um, so even though Snoop, right? So the belief is if Snoop stamp you, it's over. That's just not true. Mm-mm. That's why Jabba it didn't happen. Mac didn't Lucci. matter, huh? Mac Lucci. Yep, he had Mac Lucci. You know that didn't work out. Um, so it's multiple things that's what's wrong with it. Um. We're st- a lot of the artists are stuck here because they're not making records bigger than here. And then the first thing they do is when they think to make a record bigger than here, they go make a trap record. But don't nobody want to hear trap music from an L.A. nigga. Well, I'd rather listen to Atlanta <laughs> trap music. Yeah, it's like right. going to a white person that makes soul food. <laughs> or a nigga trying to make authentic Mexican food. I'm like, bro, where is the soul twist at? Like, fry my shells, brother. Don't right. come out here and try to... Top Jose. <laughs> not going to be able to fuck with Jose, dog. My Mexican food is good, though. Hey, man, shit. Huh? I said my Mexican food is good. Oh, Because um, you like your Mexican food, but it's not really good compared to Mexican food. Yeah, it's true. Bro, why y'all got to try to impede on everybody's shit, though? Bro? But I'm just saying, she why might make gotta... some authentic shit. You don't know. Have you had a taco How could she or make something? authentic Mexican food? She's not Mexican. Know. You cause... don't know that. She might have something that you don't know. <laughs> that's like you that's like you with your little study days about I hey listen no it's not where it's no you don't no see that's why I'm not sharing nothing with you no more oh that's for sure gonna be a running <laughs> joke so stupid hey man I'm out here giving authentic dick yeah that's how she probably man. felt too leave it right no I didn't I didn't you told me you was like I beat that thing up no you didn't I didn't I don't know what I did she was like I didn't was back there hey, behind I that did thing. the job. She liked it. <laughs> Part of that is actually a, it's a feel job. So you have to feel. Was you touching? That the thing, right? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Go ahead though. Go ahead. <laughs> it has like this. Hold on, hold on. Let me just catch everybody up. So Britt <laughs> attempted to be a lesbian <laughs> for a slight amount of time in her life. <laughs> Is that how you would say it politically? I don't know. I how to guess be I don't know correct. what you want to say. I had a she, fucking uh, uh, curious. Yeah, she knocks something yeah, down I, once or twice, right? With the stress, and then somebody, the, the girl she was dating, said that she wanted Brit to use a strapper, right? Strapper. So Brit got behind that thing, and, and that's where we at now. So right, what, was you? So the it? thing, <laughs> it was empowering, wasn't it? So does it have? It has like 
Well, the thing she had it, it, it kind of like sucked on my clit. Oh, so it oh, stimulates you. It stimulates you too. So it's like we both were stimulated. But did you hold? Okay, so but did you, you hold? Her? I mean, yeah, you had to hold her. You had to hold her. You had to spread I mean, it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh it's shit, power, this huh? is, y'all, y'all niggas, man, y'all got some power. Hey, real shit, that that shit made me feel weird. I'm you telling like, you, no one woman should have all this power. Right? No, they shouldn't. That shit was weird. <laughs> it was behind that thing spread. Meet you ever did? That you ever bet it? Nah, uh, nah, you feel me? I ain't gonna lie. I'm strictly tongue. Oh, okay. You feel me, toys, but I ain't. You ain't finna strap up. What if a lady at one time when you date asked you to do that? That's what I'm saying. I wasn't down for it, but what if she would have said, She was like, man, Meach, please, just, this will make my day. I would have did it. Yeah, I know you have to be curious what it's like for us. That's why I did it because I was curious. I was like, well, what these niggas want me to do it? But these niggas. You did tell me, you was like, it was weird. It was weird. I did feel weird. Because you know why it's nigga booty cheeks tight and shit. Yeah, you don't know what you doing back there. Back there, Joe. Trying to sneeze. Looking stupid. Oh, she going to kill me. What did the nigga do to me? Trust me, she was as embarrassed as you was. She's back there. She like, she don't have no idea. She did tell me I better not tell nobody. Yeah. Don't worry. You ain't told nobody. You ain't told nobody. Yeah, I told you. You ain't told nobody but the 25,000 people that download this motherfucking podcast. You didn't tell nobody. I told you. Oh, okay. He is behind that thing. It's all good. But no. So that's what it is, Meech. I think... um. And I and I know you know this because you you at a time was dealing with dads and different homies and shit, so you know how it is. But the belief is that they could do more than they do, and the reality is they actually did more than they can do. See, sometimes we look at these people like they're the reason they're successful. Mm-hmm. Even like dads, dads is my low solid nigga. Dads ain't fucking put out dads Dillinger. I mean, you know, you know that somebody told me. I'm gonna be real. They said, I mean, I don't feel like it's disrespectful. It was just something somebody was saying. They was like, Snoop still is working shit. You feel me? He's still getting booked for shit, commercials, liquors, all kind of shit like that. So he's still working a job. He's like, not the business there. side of it. He's still getting hired for shit. You feel me? So, I mean, I don't know, but I looked at it in my mind because I was somebody at one point in time that was dealing it's with Snoop. For them. You feel yeah. me? So I love Snoop to death. Cool to the But you always feel like he could did more. But I definitely do feel like he could have did more because in my mental always, that's a mega superstar. Who the fuck gonna turn down a Snoop call? So if we needed a beat, a studio session, whatever right. it was, you definitely could have made that happen. But my I don't wanna expose my story. No, no, too much. no. And, and that's not what we're doing. Yeah. I'm gonna stop you right there. But I'm gonna say this to you. That nigga ain't had to call nobody to do shit. It's there already. It's fucking Snoop. All it was was literally you pull up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so, so, so when you, so when we look at somebody like dog, we all went through the same thing. We dog is Mickey Mouse, cause mm-hmm. let's be honest, this nigga's Mickey Mouse. This nigga literally is probably the f- top five famous motherfuckers in the world. It's only like Jesus and Mickey Mouse is more famous <laughs> than cause. Mm-hmm. No, if you really no think about Snoop, cause this motherfucker, cause is huge. He's famous. And sometimes we forget cause he a crib and he from around the way. But yeah. this nigga ain't like. Right, so nothing we ever seen. Mega. But the sure, problem right. is, when you be a mega superstar, you he ain't really had to do nothing but keep trying. Mm-hmm. Snoop is really somebody I think I wouldn't even consider him super savvy in the record business. Now he cuss me out for this, but that nigga is blessed with this sense of wisdom, cause like a nigga that's hundred and seventy. Mm-hmm. That nigga's like one of the wisest niggas I know. Mm-hmm. How he talk, how it's all wisdom. And it's all discernment. He's blessed by God. Yeah. That nigga is. I had this big debate with the homie. We was talking about the whole Tupac, Snoop, and they was telling me, "Oh, Tupac was just Snoop, and it was jealous of Tupac." And and I hear the outlaw said, "Oh, Snoop was jealous." Mm. Man, that nigga was signed to death row seven months. He had put out a record. It been out seven months. The first <coughs> single had Snoop on the motherfucker. They did a concert in July. Two months for the nigga die. He was opening up for Snoop. When would the fucking time be to be jealous? Right. Mm-hmm. Snoop is the pinnacle of the game. He is the pinnacle. But the problem is, he didn't have to. All Snoop had to do was keep his nose clean and persevere. He was set in the right direction. God, Shug, and Dr. fucking Dre. All he had to do was don't fuck it up. And that's the thing he has. His wisdom is years and years beyond most motherfuckers that I ever talk to his smoothness you know what I mean the way he operates is really really 
like a nigga that's been on the earth more than once. But it's different when you actually gotta break somebody. Mm. That ain't now. That ain't. That's different. You better know what the fuck. You gotta remember, Death Row was Suge Knight's third project label. Mm-hmm. He had multiple labels before that label. Mm. He got it right the third time. Niggas don't. So Snoop. He's still working on it. It's different. It's, well, it's it's not that he's he's been Snoop Dogg. Like it's it's. Like he did his deal with Eastsiders, right? That was at TVT. So TVT did the marketing. Mm-hmm. Snoop just had to be Snoop like and do what he do with Fire, yeah, right? He had to do the shit with the records, you know what I'm saying, and put his twist. But Cat was there at that time. Mm-hmm. Battle Cat was right there. So all Trey D and Goldie had to do was beat himself. Snoop came in, did what he did, and Cat handled the rest, and yeah. TVT marketed the motherfuckers. So that's easy. Snoop has been trying to do it the same way the whole time with you or with anybody else. It's just there is not a battle cat right now. There's no battle cat right. Th- I mean, no disrespect to Big Bro. Like, cat is a lot, but I'm saying cat in 99 is different. Cat probably be now, but you can't even get him to do 10 beats. It's pulling teeth and shit. Dang. <laughs> what the fuck is you doing? But. There's no TVT to market it right there. Snoop just put out records. He just dropped records like it's Thursday. Like Empire. Empire don't market records. So the business part of this shit is unique. It's not, it's not as tongue-in-cheek as it look. It's not like, oh, this nigga's he's like Ice Cube. Oh, Ice Cube could break anybody. It worked with Battle Cat, but it didn't work with Short Chop. And Short Chop, excuse me, worked with Mac 10, but it didn't work with Short Chop. It didn't work as well with Caution. It didn't work as well with Yo-Yo. But it worked with the Westside Connection, huh? I've never heard that person before. Short chap? Mm-hmm. Super dope nigga when I was young. <clears throat> and this nigga was so hard for Inglewood. This nigga was hard as a motherfucker. But it's different to make the... Cam, he had Cam. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, he did. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems easy, and it's easy to say, oh, this person could have did this. What I always tell niggas, I, I help the L.A. Giants right now. I, they're not signed to me. I, I help them market their shit, and I market for them. So they said, man, Glasses, if we was to do a deal with Snoop, you know, would it work? I said, it would work if I wrote a list of things that you need. And if I wrote a list of things you need, this nigga probably ain't going to do the deal. <laughs> because I know exactly what has to happen because I have been working my own shit for so long that I studied what needs to happen and I studied success. I had enough conversations. So it's tough. I'm Elia Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Atlanta got the good producers. They got about four or five of them motherfuckers. Four or five of them motherfuckers. They all making joints. I'm saying so. Do you think it has something to do with like radio though too? Like our not radio? at all. Like no, no, not, not no. at all. Radio need to play new music. You just gotta have good records. Never I forget that. A, I think it's crazy because I'm gonna say a little bit right now. You feel me? I think it's a little bit easier to kind of like pave your way and make your name. Like as far as we got no jumper right now. They putting highlights. That's another on niggas, thing. You feel me? Gina on there. They giving niggas highlight. Mm-hmm. Charisma. She show love. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna just say on on my end, like she she hella show love. Yeah, charisma been down. Yeah, but they I think it's, right. it's a tiny bit easier. But I feel like as if it's going like now, I want to deal. You feel me? That's where it get a little. Uh. But I mean, you can make your name though. I definitely feel like you can make your name, and niggas is gonna. Let it be known who you are. What do you feel it was the hardest part for you? Where do you feel you ran into you was like, this shit right here is my block, my barrier to take the next step? Um, I'm going to be real. I feel like I didn't know the game at all. Like, this is literally, like, I'm a woman, a, a, a jet, I mean, what, a jill of all trades. You feel me? I, anything I do, I can fucking master it. I literally picked up a pencil one day. And the person I was dealing with at the time, R.I.P. Speedy, you feel me? Got to shout that out. But the person I was dealing with at the time, he was a rapper. And he like, let's hop on this beat. And I'm like, nigga, I don't know how to rap. He like, but your voice, like, you just be saying shit, just talking to you. You feel me? Try to put that shit in the musical form. You feel me? I turn around. He ended up getting killed in the midst of that. I'm like, man, I'm going to still do this whole song by myself, that DJ Mustard Vato beat. I killed it. Like, just did it. But I didn't know nothing about music. Like, I wasn't sure, the kid with natural. a microphone. Let yeah. me do this Same and do that. Yeah. I've always been more of a personality type of person, you know. But 
I literally picked that shit up, and this is how fast it went. Dropped the song on a Saturday. Sunday, I got hit up to come do a radio interview for Monday. I was there at the radio interview. Hey, could you come do this show tomorrow at Taco Tuesday? I'm like, hell yeah, fuck it. I'm there. You feel me? Literally, it just went like that from the freestyle video to being in the booth. This was all like in a matter of a week. You feel me? So I'm like, I didn't know nothing about it at all. I don't know shit. Snoop discovered me in like my first eight months. You feel me? And he was fucking with me tough. That kind of threw me off a little bit too. Like I was, I was ready. You feel me? Like I don't know much about it, but we gonna figure it out. Like right. I don't know if I'm gonna get <laughs> fucked over or what. But right. I gotta learn. Out. But this Snoop Dogg, you feel right. me? Like yeah. fuck it, yeah. this somebody I've been looking up to, jamming to for my, my whole damn life. Right. Fuck it. But I was just put on a pause. Like don't drop nothing. Like I don't want you to That's drop nothing. Like you feel work. me? And mm. I'm just like, huh? So it kind of like paused my spotlight, and I'm like, what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? And that's what just, like, after that, I felt like I wasn't consistent. Like, I started figuring out other shit for myself in between. And what else am I good at? You feel me? I can't mm-hmm. drop this music right mm-hmm. now. I'm listening to the head honcho. Let me just Do figure out else. other shit in between here. Right. And it just caused a distraction. You feel focus me? on that. And I wasn't focused on it yep. no more. So when it was, like, time to get focused, I'm like, well, damn. oh, I got writers right. blocking shit right, right. now. Like, like, my mind ain't on music no more. You feel me? So... It's like every once in a while I exercise my little talents and shit now, you feel me? And I'll be like, I do want to get back into the game. But I'll just be like, it's so much shit going on. I don't want to use that as, as an excuse because we all got real nigga bills yeah, yeah. and real nigga, real nigga shit nigga going shit. on. But I'm like, it is a part of my shit. Like, I'm like, <laughs> damn, I don't have nobody I could just hit up and be like, hey, could I use, you feel me, your studio? You like, I don't. Well, you know what? You did tell me that yeah. at a time that I don't was lie, absolutely don't lie, not rapping. Don't lie you know right while I'm sitting in front of you. No, man, I have to think about that. It hit me no, when you said something. Don't lie while I'm sitting in front of you. It hit me when you said something just now. You definitely did. I was going to say But a lot of, I feel like a lot of these niggas, they be having teams. Like, no. it's always been me. No. I don't have a, a nigga that fuck with me. Like, let's, I believe in you. Let's get these beats. You got the talent. I got the beats. And we can make some shit happen. Like, I'm going to stand behind you the whole way. It's like... Can, can I get in a studio session with you here? Can we get a beat? And whoopie whoop. And I feel like it's always a little different for women, too. Like, we have it hard. Sure. Because either somebody want to fuck agree. you or they trying to charge you top dollar for it. You feel me? Or they want the net. Uh, you feel that, me? But that, that actually, so, right. I agree. That's that, a very that, real thing. But you also, artists. also, if you hold it correctly, it could be to your benefit. But I do agree that that's rough. I don't want to throw it back for no beat, though. You feel me? Right. I'm going to throw I'm it back. I'm going to throw it back on the right nigga. You feel right. me? Like, definitely can't throw it back on the right producer. Like, <laughs> we hope this is a banger. You right. feel me? What like, about Mustard? Throwing it back. That made clap. That made clap. The blue stuff. I'm going to throw it back for the right nigga. Right. right. Uh, I feel you on that. No, no, okay, so you smart. So at least you smart. So, okay. No, but it's it's easy it's easy to, it, it seems a little easier than it is. It's simple, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, even for a dog, dog is a superstar. He could do anything, but he don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. not what, people bring shit to him. Yeah. So that's why like, a person that fuck with Snoop today, right? If you fuck with Snoop, your, your manager got to be super ganged up. Mm-hmm. Because he got to work the whole scene. That's mm-hmm. not what Snoop does. Snoop is Snoop. Snoop is being Snoop Dogg is a full time job, right? You know what I mean, and people like he didn't really build something like with that mentality. You know what I'm saying like Dog is just Dog, and, and I I genuinely think he means well most of the time. But I just think sometimes we look at him again like this, like for real, like this nigga is a top He's five huge. famous people in the world, and you'll be like. Man, this nigga could be doing this, and it's like, nah, that ain't what he does. Um, I think it, like you said, it's about a team. Like real talk, if it's always about the team. Like when the cousins just doing our shit. Like once we got our team and that, and we started doing certain shit, it helped a lot. When it's just you and you making all these moves, and you got like she said, real nigga shit going on, bills and shit like that. Got to work and do X, Y, and Z, and you you only can put in, like, a couple of hours to your craft or whatever, whatever the case may be. Like, it's harder. But when you have that team, it helps. I really do feel that shit. I really do <clears throat> believe in you. Yeah, it's, support. I mean, that's something that I actually, I'm like, now I feel like right now I got a couple people around me that's, you feel me, connected and respected. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
if I was to go into it again, like it could really be a beautiful thing this time. You feel me? It was beautiful that's last time. Shit. It really was. Yeah, exactly. I, Everybody that shit came fast. So like you feel me? Yeah. But I'm just like, damn, but I definitely would. I, I recently did just have somebody talking to me about like, how would you feel like if I popped it out soon about you being the first lady of uh, death row now? Like you feel me? And they were like, would you fuck with him again? I'm like, I would because I definitely feel like I'm in a different mental space. I'm, a, you know, a lot more educated than what I was back then. You feel Man. me? I, like I said, I got people that surround that's respected and connected, like, to where it could move a lot more than what it did last time. You feel me? Yes. So, so, so some situations is great with a manager. Some situations is great without a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and it depends on the manager. Like, dog, like I said, to me, with Snoop, like, that's the catch with Snoop. Snoop, you just got to have the right people around that's going to work between them spaces mm-hmm. because Snoop is Snoop dog. But I do think Snoop is very viable in this business right now. Currently he's yeah. one of the best launch pads you can have in this business. But you, if you think to yourself that he understands how to do it, he's not a, he don't market. That's not his job. Mm-hmm. He's not a market. He's Snoop. If Snoop marketing is, if Snoop talk about it, he mark, helped market in Instagram. He talked about it. Niggas is on Instagram. So some things, it works out. The product has to be correct for it to work. Mm-hmm. Like, the product has to be correct. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas really feel like they lack exposure or shot. The reality is they don't even have a stick. They don't have an idea. They don't have none. They just really just can rap. Or they think they can rap. Or they're like, oh, if people heard me, it'd be different. Or Snoop said I was good, it's good. It's not. It's way, way, way more complex than that. Mm-hmm. Um, If you had to... If you had to Blue Bucks, they they figuring it out. But I just think being with Mustard makes things a thousand times easier. Plus, it would have put them with Interscope. Mm-hmm. Capital is sometimey. Mm-hmm. I like them. I know them. But they sometimey. They, and they're not great with urban content. They're not great with black shit. Mm. Yeah. So, but if you was at Mustard, you'd be with Interscope. Um, I think YG tries to sign people and put some people out. Does he? Yeah, he got, uh, he tried. D3, uh, I think he got. Yeah, D3. Uh, D3. He had Slim. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I knew. It's slim. Mm-hmm. He got a few people. Um, TC, ain't it TC? Oh, yeah. oh, he signed TC. No, yeah, no, I don't think did. he signed. Do we got TC now? Well, I know Ty had TC. I know, t- yeah. Oh, it was Ty. Huh? Ty had TC. Yeah. Mustard fuck with TC. Oh, oh. was he in jail or something like that? Yeah, okay. I got his TC. Yeah. No, no, that was pushing. I just think, I just think specifically. The pushes together was that's, really special. Push the pushes apart is different. Oh, the very special time in this yeah. music world. And, and that's it literally Rest in that peace movement. To Big B too. Yeah, that movement. He did that. That movement. Um, I'll hit the table because it's not here stuff. No worries. Um, that movement is what you needed to skyrocket past the death row threshold. Because before, like, none of us could get past and make it crack because. Shit, Death Row was like if you didn't come from the, the NWA family tree, that was it. YG is the first person I seen really blast off that had nothing to do with the NWA family tree. Mm. And that's because the pushing movement became the youthful full movement of West Coast kids. Yeah, yeah. They took the embodiment of what jerking was and, and brought in an element of fun and function that that really reminded you of that time period and it worked mm. out for them. And you got tied from it, mustard from it, and you got YG from YG. it. So I think um, what makes it tough for us to make it is, one, it's a lack of producers. I mean, don't get me wrong. This nigga's working on it. Hit Boy is doing a lot of good shit, but, you know, Hit Boy is doing what he's doing too. Um, but the, the the producers have to get a lot more serious into making records, not just beats. Yeah. That's one thing. Um, secondly, huh, this is tough. Because I, I think we're just in a different time. Like, um, who was the last person that blew up from Atlanta? The last person? Yeah. That's what it feels like. But who was the last person that blew up from Atlanta? Shit, who's blowing up right now from uh, What's his name? It was Lil Baby, wasn't it? See how dry it get real quick? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. So and like little baby, right? Little baby signed to probably, I mean, shit. They he signed to the same niggas that blew up the Migos. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
feel me? Yeah. Peanut don't know what they're like. Them niggas know what they're doing. They tough. Yeah. It's a great record label. Um, We got niggas doing good. TDE does well. Um, They push, what, four or five platinum artists from that little shit? What other label um, in L.A., would you say? Shit, no. To me, 400 Summers. You 400 Summers got you Mustard Records and they got you LMA. True. Yeah, that's true. Everybody else trying Same to summer. start it. Another thing is everybody else is trying to start a record label. That's another thing. It's a bunch of people who have no experience at starting a record label, starting a record label. Mm-hmm. So Draco started a record label, right, with the stick team. That was his first, that was his experiment, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 they was figuring it out, you know, life, life. Uh, he got up out this life early, right? So now you got to still figure it out. Remember, Blue Bucks got their own movement. That's with Capital. So you're also starting brand new businesses. So you're not only a brand new record label, you're starting brand new businesses. Prime example, when Death Row started, they were a brand new business, right? Dr. Dre was an established act as a producer. Already, yep. And as a rapper. So they came with something that was already established. Blue Bucks has a brand new record label with a brand new group. Problems. It's like trying to make a new burger at a new burger stand. Bro, just make ground beef burgers, bro. <laughs> BSA, uh, they have a great business model. But she said, why is it not exploding out of California? Right. The problem is you have to, you literally are building a brand new business with a brand new act. And it took good five years. Take, take five years. Years. It's the reason why they didn't come out with Snoop Dogg album first. They came out with Dr. Dre's album first from NWA. Right. You know what I mean? So kicking the door. So so movements, like groups of people, you know, now if Blue Bucks was like seven niggas, it'd happen faster. Prime example, Big Glow, right? Part of her success that nobody talks about is her movement of girls. Mm-hmm. If it was just her, it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Like now she could start doing stuff with just her, but when you first saw them, it was all together. Let's go. Imagine if it was her just screaming, let's go. She looked retarded. <laughs> just running around them cars at the yeah. end of night, twerking on the head, yeah, like, like just yeah, her. All the girls running like, in a circle yeah. with no girl. <laughs> you be that. And yeah. she and she's smart. She don't use her entourage like an entourage. She's not hiding the light from them. Mm-mm. See, a lot of people like, how many people do we know from the clan? Jeezy and Uno, right? But if it was eight niggas with them, and it was always eight niggas, then that's a movement. Mm-hmm. If it's two niggas, it's short. You know what I'm saying? You short. That's why it's, That's why it works better when it's multiple people because it's like, if it's seven niggas to be like, it's the shit. It took like, what, nine niggas to break Staten Island with Wu-Tang? It was like nine niggas. Dang. You know what I mean? So, it, it's a few things. Um, it's, it's a few changes most people can make and, and, and really go to another step. But when I was thinking about myself, I was like, damn, what would I do as an exec for glasses? My problem is my brand, right, is is people don't know why they call me glasses. That's such a simple thing to fix. But I would have never thought about that as a business, never in my life. Mm. The cousins, you have to figure out why, what the fuck do I need you in my life for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Business is unique. McDonald's got on because they created fast food. They wasn't the first person to have burgers and fries. That was White Castles. McDonald's figured out how to get your shit in like 90 seconds. Mm. Fresh. Mm. That's what made niggas go there. Niggas, it's a thousand rappers every day. Thousand fucking rappers every fucking day. I mean, why are they fucking with you? Right. Glow, I know what I'm going to get from Big Glow. Feel me? This motherfucker look crazy. This motherfucker be on. Them big ass lashes. Them lashes bigger than her. <laughs> Fuck with it though. So, um, the West is in a, is, a, is in a quality position. You know, they, they it's, we not as fucked up as New York. New York is in a bad place because they're trying to take Chicago drill and they saying it's not Chicago, they're always UK drill. But the reality is you're trying to take a culture that don't naturally fit. Mm-hmm. At least we're not that far off. They in a weird spot. Them motherfuckers <laughs> just trying to make some shit work that ain't going to work. <laughs> we ain't trying to make our shit work, but we have to develop it. Mm-hmm. I, I think also a lot of people don't really understand. I don't know. I wouldn't say understand our, like, culture over here, but they just really don't. It's different for us. Like, you know, we 
got the palm trees and shit like that. You know, we got, you feel me? But they don't understand it, though. Unless you come and you see and, like, experience that shit. That's because the hip-hop ain't good. That's, you got to get better. Trust me, Snoop and them had them same palm trees. Nigga, everybody wanted to come to this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Every day still good. Let me say, you got to get better at displaying the culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I was looking at a video Blast did for the uh, song where he sampled LL. Um, what was the last song? Um, the one with um, where he's out in the desert in the car? No, they by the beach. They rolling by the beach in the that. car. Um, What's the Blast song? They rolling by the beach and they at this mansion. The song is tough, but the whole video lacks culture. Mm. See, a lot of times, too, rappers move too fast and go right to Every good girl. Every okay. good girl. That's our man, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that video, video is like a it's like a Lamborghini. He got this girl, this light-skinned girl, mm-hmm. and they at this mansion. It's like that shit lacks culture. Remember, this nigga got on because he was standing in some front yard with some girl watching the Grand National with niggas shooting dice on the porch. Right. See, we abandon culture too fast, too. We, we immediately go into trying to sell wealth. Oh, I want to sell everybody. I got money. Well, nigga, nobody buys money. Mm-hmm. Niggas buy poor niggas getting money. Mm-hmm. Just want to watch. Cash money only look tight when they look poor with money. <laughs> it's different when you see a nigga jumping out of Lamborghini with your bold jeans on and right. blue box and a white T-shirt right. and gold teeth. That is just... <laughs> You know what I mean? That's polarizing. <laughs> who is this? That's like me. I should jump on my belly oh, with my yeah. diggy sagging and shit and chucks. Them niggas be like, who is Whoa. this nigga? Who is that nigga on that nag? <laughs> like Samuel Jackson. That's how them crackers used to look at me when I just go to Beverly Hills. They be like, who is that crip? <laughs> this nigga in his belly like that, he just slammed the door. No. I used to park that shit on my grass. <laughs> so, I think we abandoned the culture, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, Another thing, too, with a lot of the young talent is they don't embrace what the West is. They want to embrace what they want the West to be. Oh, I want the West to be about fashion. Man, them niggas in Atlanta that's fuck with that fashion is not getting shit out of no Neiman and Marcus. Mm-hmm. Them niggas is taking that shit right off them gay people back down there. Mm. They have a whole urban gay culture right in Atlanta. Smack there. Them niggas gay and gay people fuck with that fashion. Mm-hmm. Them niggas, some of them outfits thug and them was wearing... Literally, it was a gay man on a cover of magazines wearing that outfit. <laughs> Fashion is a woman and a homosexual sport. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying some straight men can't be into it. I'm just saying you got to really be another kind of free to fuck with it. It ain't no punk shit. So, like, for example, like, if I was talking to Blast, I would have told Blast, don't drive that Lamborghini. It don't scream nothing. It just scream rap. It don't scream nothing. Scream something that you driving down the street that's going to scream L.A. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever it is, should get you a uh, so They got shit, man. You just got to get creative. Yeah. Don't don't be at the mansion. Be at the mansion if it's niggas is 40 ounces on the grass and shit. Make it <laughs> niggify this shit. Niggify it. Mm-hmm. You know, West Coast is shit. <laughs> Make this shit what it's supposed to be. Because if you don't, I can get that shit from anybody. I might as well listen to a pop song. Mm-hmm. That's true. The hell I'ma do with these niggas? These <clears throat> niggas look rich but look French. <laughs> niggas be wearing these crazy shades. The hell I'm be wearing these crazy shades, nigga. You is from South little, Central, nigga. The little circle shades, little square. <laughs> he's supposed to have a bandana tied around his head. Feel me? Looking with some chucks. You want to wear them little funny looking pants? Wear some chucks with them. You gotta bring the culture into this shit. Hip hop. Nah, they be wearing them all the little weird fashion pants is now. Oh, the stag jeans. Niggas wear those. Start trying to be Atlanta niggas. Yeah, that's some weird shit. Yeah, and the Migos only work because that shit is a joke. Rest in peace to takeoff. That shit is funny, dog. Them niggas dress like ninjas and shit. Them niggas is a joke. Not they are a joke, but their their music, you expect that. Nigga, you from LA, nigga, you supposed to be on, nigga. <clears throat> nigga, I better see it, nigga. Where is these niggas at? Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, man, Dr. Dre came out with nothing but a G thing. Man, that whole video <clears throat> cost 60000 You could have bought that house for 20000 The cars wasn't cheap. All that shit was cheap. That motherfucker sold $7 million and broke Snoop Dogg's whole career. He came back with been there and done that, man. That's Ferraris and helicopters. That shit sold 500000 Man, nobody yeah. want to see no niggas acting like white people rich. Niggas want to see, see nigga rich. Yep. Don't know, but I ain't going to no motherfucking. So I'm going to just keep it a being. This might be ignorant, but fuck it. <laughs> ah, shit. 
<laughs> I don't go to buy healthy soul food. It's supposed to be dangerous. Who buy healthy soul food? Niggas want to sell healthy soul food. Niggas be flat like, oh, I ain't gonna use this kind of salt on the greens. My niggas season the greens, bro. <laughs> oh, they want to use that pink Himalayan salt. Yeah, bro. Like, what are you doing, bro? Why? What is happening? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Niggas keep trying to sell healthy soul food. Don't. That's not not cool. I I just saw a a movie with Marlon Wayans on Netflix, and it was like white people movie. And I'm like, bro, where's the flavor? Oh. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we come for. We come to niggas for flavor. We provide the seasoning to this world. Hell yeah. We got the flavor. Mm -hmm. Nigga, your shit got to have flavor. And it can't, your flavor cannot be expensive seasoning because niggas don't care. They already know. Like, you could preach fashion out this motherfucker a thousand times. You ain't finna never be as far as the niggas from Georgia. Mm-mm. Them gay people right there. Ain't no gay people living in Washington County and shit where we from. Ain't no gay community. Then you had to go to West Hollywood. Them niggas, yep. them gay people be walking right where they at. Mm-hmm. Fight you and everything. Heels and 501. <laughs> <laughs> Feel me? They, they closer to fashion. <clears throat> Feel me? That ain't us. That's why Snooping them. Snooping them was wearing $30 outfits. Selling seven million records. Yeah, nigga Chucks, nigga Dickies, Low Rider puts that out of grandfather yard, fixed that up. Nigga, the world went crazy. Nigga tried to jump in Ferraris and Lamborghini. Man, the white folks they like, man, well, no. You gotta be a country nigga in a motherfucking Lamborghini. If you ain't, if you ain't looking crazy, <laughs> feel me with bandanas tied. That's me and Nip used to talk about that rest of so. I used to be like, man, you gotta jump out the Maybach, nigga, looking like a crip. <laughs> Cause if you jump out wearing a suit, you just regular. Just right. You look like you already. supposed to be in that motherfucker. Cut. You got to jump out that motherfucker. Cut with your blue rag hanging down to the back of your heel. <laughs> <laughs> the valet. You got to be extra. You got to tell the valet man, hey, "Cuz park this, cuz Crip gang." You got to put it on because that car don't fit. Mm-hmm. So you got to niggerfy it. That's what I used to like about the Houston That's niggas. Them niggas used to put them swangers on them Bentleys and shit. I remember Ooh, Mike Jones had swangers and old... shit. Well, a hoof poking out oh and shit. I'm gosh, like, this yeah. is country, but it is the shit. Right. That's how them, them donk niggas, man. Them niggas had them donks and yeah. shit. Big ass will. Hip hop yeah. is culture. <clears throat> culture is flavor. Mm-hmm. It's flavor to cover up a lot of a lot of problems in our community, yeah, but it worked and people love it. Mm-hmm. They love our flavor. But somehow we feel like, oh, well, you know what? As soon as I get some money, I got to be like the rest of these white folks. And it's like, then what value do you bring? What is black culture because without poverty and and oppression? What does it even look like? If if you don't have fucked up schools to create slang, if parents ain't on drugs and shit for you to find some kind of way to survive, like what is black culture without these things? Man, we be eating the same thing these crackers eat. If we knew how to make spaghetti, we wouldn't be baking that shit, boiling that shit in the sauce. We'd be making that shit flavored like they shit. Cause we just noodles on the side. Somebody told me, my cousin told me that day. She was like, "I like my noodles and my um my sauce." Like not, not 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 no. She doesn't want it. She she wanted like real Italian. People. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, bitch, what what household you was in? Cause I, my mama made that shit. She she mixed all that shit up. Cause we want everything dripping with flavor. That's why our health together. be fucked up sometimes, but it's cool. You just got to know how to balance it, and you got to know when to put on the show, and that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. We are doing a bad job on the West Coast with putting on the show. That's the real solution. Mm-hmm. We not giving them the culture. We trying to assimilate into their culture. Man, fuck that. Man, bring these niggas to the West. More niggas need to get robbed. Make oh, these niggas remember. Lord. Damn, Lord. Damn. I think we did enough with, with that. Damn. No, make niggas remember what they fucked with us for. That's why they, I tell them all the time. I can't tell them that you, I, I be like, hey, cuz, this shit like, I've been to everybody here. Y'all know this shit the same. No, it's different out there, nigga. Y'all niggas, boy, you niggas are skin, and y'all kill a nigga and cut his skin off. The fuck are y'all talking about? Like, they made that big shit with P&B Rock. Like, that shit won't happen in every ghetto around the country. Oh, you niggas at that Roscoe. Then that Roscoe's is cool. <laughs> oh, that Roscoe's all the time. And get delicious meals. <laughs> no, nah, that Roscoe's right there, nigga. Don't nobody go to that Roscoe's. Except everybody go to that Roscoe's. Yeah, people go to that Roscoe's. That's my favorite Roscoe's. Be the sisters there with sassy attitudes and shit. And <laughs> feel me? <laughs> nigga, the homies and shit. You gonna see some niggas you know, what's up, nigga? Feel me? So again, it's oh, one of them things where we times. not 
we our job is to provide our flavor to the world in a digestible manner. And we're not doing that. We're simulating too much of everybody else's culture and they can get it pure from somebody else. That's really the solution. So from the music to the fashion, all of these things have to be into, it's funny because I used to tell niggas, I said, hey, y'all should wear dickies. Oh, gee, man, that's that old school shit. I'm like, that's not, this is like a uniform because don't look at it like that. <laughs> hey. That nigga Desto came and put some writing on a fucking dicky jacket and start charging the shit out of niggas for that shit. Mm. Now all these niggas is wearing dickies. <laughs> wow, you mean that's... all I had to do comes around an awful lot of cough syrup cutting you and get wet? You niggas are stupid. <laughs> niggas start, that's all Desto start doing, cuz. They'll start just putting a whole lot of cough syrup on dicky suits. <laughs> oh, shit. That motherfucker, he probably sell them up for $1,000. Fucking dicky suit. Niggas is crazy. Um, we got the best flavor out of all the niggas in the country. We the wildest niggas. We the most turnt niggas. We with all the bullshit. If these white, our white folks is in order. <laughs> You're right. Ain't nobody around the rest of the country. White folks in order like ours. Then white folks like, we don't want to push these niggas off. These niggas start burning shit down. And now we are burning shit down in their neighborhood. Yep. They like, now these niggas getting care. close. Now they in our neighborhoods now Cause you go shit, Yeah think about it Cause niggas is robbing niggas We the only yeah. ones robbing niggas in Be- Niggas is robbing niggas in Beverly Hills yep. now yeah, So are. with that Rolex champ That thing 100 thousand run that In Beverly Hills yep. So we the, only, we the baddest niggas in the country Our white folks in order They know we'll burn this motherfucker down If they do something we don't like <laughs> they, they killed that little man out there in Florida These niggas ain't even flipped the car <laughs> What's his name? Had the Skittles, Arizona, oh, Trayvon Moore. Man, them niggas ain't even flipped the car for cuz. We start burning shit down over here for that. Mm. Them niggas ain't did nothing. Them niggas ain't pushed no line. Niggas in the South, when they did that shit, they barely fucked up a rallies. For, um, yeah. That was in the Midwest. With the truck. Them niggas ain't did shit. Them niggas ain't even robbed ice cream, man. We are the wildest niggas in the country. We are the embodiment of hip-hop, and that's why our shit always did well when it's the culture at its purest. We are the embodiment of the spirit of being black. We are resilient. We talk shit to L.A., nigga. We ain't taking nothing from nobody. Not no white folks, not no nutter, nigga, nobody. nobody. That's the spirit of hip-hop. That's the energy. That's the rebellion. That's the whole counterculture. Like, yeah, nigga. So we got to get back to selling niggas that get shit. Get back to that. Oh. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sellers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes 
with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cosy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.